You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Ballers, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome into another edition, another episode of Today in Sports Betting. I am your host, Devin Ellington. We're at D-A-L-E-007 on Twitter. Don't forget that we are brought to you in part by, well, entirely in part by, hoop-ball.com. Make sure to go over there. Check out the team. We have... Tons of free articles churning at the moment. Player rankings, fantasy football podcasts, AG, at Talking Football, uh, or Talking Sunday, I'm sorry, um, is his Twitter handle. He's just been killing the offseason for us, giving us a new dynamic, bringing in some pigskin folks, and uh, we're combining hoops and hardball, so it's a great thing. The news and transactional ticker, on the side of the screen on hoop-ball.com is huge with all the news and stuff and the buyouts and the teams getting ready for the season. Dynasty rankings, our guy Rhett Bauer is destroying it, and the Discord is a place to be. That's going to be as uh, a premium feature, but good thing about that is we just started our loyalty membership program. Go see what's going to work for you. You can combine different packages. We can get you a DFS and a fantasy basketball package if that's what you want. It's literally, you know, just kind of you make it what it is. But first and foremost, go check out our free stuff. Make sure it's going to be a good fit for you. We'd love to have you join the family. New listeners, thank you and welcome in. Old listeners, thank you for everything. So uh, wipe your feet, come on in and uh, enjoy today's episode. It's going to be a bit shorter, going to be a bit more simplistic. I'm going to just simply break down the college football game tonight. Maybe talk a little bit because I do get distracted and I usually say something at the beginning of the show, but change it at the end anyways. I'm going to talk about a couple of different week one lines that are sticking out to me that's already got some movement on it that I want you to maybe look at and grab if it's something that tickles your fanny pack. So Check that out. We're going to roll along into this. I've got some tally site stuff to look at. For week zero, I ended up second out of 83, starting the college football season off nicely. Last year, I ended at the seventh spot out of almost 200 analysts on tally site. I'm looking for the number one spot this year. That is going to be my goal. With that being said, I am tapering back from the MLB side. It's just too much to keep up with rosters and lineups. And look, there's COVID outbreaks in the MLB right now. So we are risking a lot of volatility by staying in that market a lot. Uh, I think I'm going to probably end the year under 50%. 
I uh, creeped my way up to about 48 and a half, 49% after starting off abysmal. So for my first full-time handicapping of MLB season, I'm not too disappointed with the results. The unit count could definitely be better, will be better next year. But uh, for the first go of it, this MLB season was a bit fun. I mean, it's challenging because it's baseball. And then it's the first season after the whole COVID stuff, uh, shutdown season and all that. So, yes, I'm excited for football. And that's what we're going to talk about. It stinks that I don't have any international football to talk about. I mean, there is World Cup qualifiers that are going to be going uh, here shortly this week. So I'm sure we'll reference to that and uh, see if we can't get some stuff from Troy in. And uh, I'm looking forward to more Liga MX. I love my La Liga and Syria and uh, Bundesliga, as well as the Eredivisie over in the Netherlands. Really fun. Really fun stuff. So Turkish Super League is a league that I've been looking at a lot. So looking forward to the transfer window and the international qualifier window to be done. So that way we can get back to some action on those leagues. Then NFL's right around the corner. My bookie is already, you know, our sponsor, mybookie.ag. Use promo code HOOPBALL. Uh, you'll hear me talk about it in a pre-recorded segment, but I always like to highlight them a little bit more because there are guys. They are doing odds boosts. So anyone to score in the Dallas and Tampa Bay game in week one, the odds for that, minus 110. One, one team has to score one point, and then uh, you get an odds boost on that. Uh, $25 max bet. I mean, it's 25 bucks, sure. Like, but I could buy myself a few lunches with 25 bucks, uh, a box of diapers, formula. So I know that some of y'all can uh, find something to do with 25 bucks. Uh, you'll, you'll be able to roll that into playing more this season. It's free money. College football odds boosts are going to be a floweth. My bookie opens the floodgates week one, and it's just tons of odds boosts. They already opened one for the Ohio State-Minnesota game, but we'll talk about that at a later time. I need to start breaking down this Jacksonville State-UAB game. It is tonight. I'm looking very much so to this in excitement. I'm not sure if that was even English, but we're going to roll with it. Um, 7.30 ESPN, Eastern Time Zone. This game is going to be played in Montgomery, Alabama. Not a home game for either team. Jacksonville State, the Gamecocks, they played a spring season, had very good success. Also, the sick of being upsold at gyms my guy you're currently a base member for 90 dollars more i can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more you'll be a swole member and for just 300 more you'll reach sweat platinum at planet fitness you'll get energy without the upsell never pushy always free fitness training and equipment for every workout it's fitness that fits your budget Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply dynamic of 
Bill Clark, who's in his sixth year at UAB, uh, he his stop before this, um, you know, was at Jacksonville State. He built Jacksonville State up to what they are as a FCS uh, powerhouse, uh, so to say. I mean, very successful in the postseason, dangerous. This is an FCS team that definitely cannot be taken lightly. They return a dynamic starting quarterback, and the line right now is 17. It's coming down uh, 16 and a half in some spots. And when I look at the opener, I think it was very close to what it is now. Uh, let me refresh it just to make sure. Actually, this thing, okay, so it had opposite movement, and it's going the other way. Uh, I looked at it the wrong way. 14 and a half is where it opened. 16 and a half is where it's at now. And uh, the under, the total was set at 47 and a half and the under was getting minus 120 shades. So 20 dimes on the, or two dimes on the dollar. And it's at 51 and a half now. So I'm inclined at first looks to go ahead and take that under. And I'm going to tell you why. So we look at this UAB team, right? Um, I'll get to the offense, but we look at the UAB team and they've got, you know, and if you listen to the preview show that I did with Evan Dudley of AL.com and the UAB uh, beat writer, um, we talked a good amount about this defense and what they got to offer. Um, Some of their units are potentially the best in the Conference USA which I think I'm very high on the conference USA this year. They're not getting a ton there. I think they're going to be this year's Sunbelt. Um, so it, I'm really excited for this conference. We got some team, like even rice rice could make some noise and no one's even talking about rice, but there's UTEP, there's UTSA, Western Kentucky, Marshall. Then you've also got UAB, Florida Atlantic, FIU, FIU, like no one's really talking about them, but they've got uh, a series of games that if they do well, then they're going to start getting some notoriety as well. So all sorts of teams are going to be fighting and pecking at each other. And I think there's a lot of talent, a lot of defensive NFL prospects in this conference, a lot of linebackers, a lot of great pass rushers. So let me unfold some of it. So the defensive line, anyways, I bring up Evan Dudley because I was reading his article last night on AL.com in the preview. Uh, It's a position by position breakdown and comparison for the Gamecocks and the Blazers. So it was just really good information, and he's a buddy of the show, and I just wanted to pretty much shout out him and shout out this game tonight because it's going to be phenomenal. Um, 4-2-5 is the set for the defensive uh, outlook of the Blazers. Um, Bill Clark typically is that 3-4 guy, but he added in this new position for his linebackers to get a little more pass rush on the uh, quarterback, and I believe it is the star position is what they call it. Um, it's just a extra defensive lineman. I'm sorry, defensive lineman, linebacker, hybrid, so to say. And um, it's effective. It's very effective. Uh, they got all-American talent on the back end. But uh, we're looking at some guys on the defensive line, and you're going to need to watch out for uh, Alex Wright and uh, Kale Sanders. They play that jack position which is what I was just talking about. And last year's player who played this position, Antonio, or I'm sorry, not Antonio Moultrie. Moultrie's on the year uh, this year, but the Jacksonville Jaguars took a fourth round pick on the Jack position 
last year from this UAB team. So it's something that Bill Clark crafts really well. He gets his guys' skill sets maximized. Michael Fairbanks II, Nakia Eason Jr., they're behind Moultrie on the depth chart. But Moultrie plays all over the place. Like I said, he's an All-American. He's at the same position, so he's going to be like a safety linebacker hybrid. Jeremy Chin, you know, kind of guy. But I'm really excited to watch Antonio Moultrie because he is probably going to be first team everything this year. He could be like a third or fourth round draft pick, in my opinion. Uh, Real quickly, I'm just going to look and see. You know, I've got a couple different resources up here in front of me. Like I said, I am uh, referencing Evan's article. I've also got my Phil Still magazine, just so you guys know kind of where I'm getting uh, some info. Uh, Antonio Moultrie is a junior and I actually got his position wrong. Uh, he is the D tackle, but he plays all, like he, they move him all over, which is weird. What I noticed in the, uh, in the film um you've got some really good interior defensive line talent for jacksonville state one one narrative that i'm looking in this one and i know what people say about narrative street and what you want with it but bill clark built this jacksonville state program up he's very good friends with everyone still there a lot of Jacksonville State staffers formerly with Clark there moved on over to Birmingham with him. So staff, athletic directors, football coaches, football team, like just there is so much familiarization. I don't think even if Bill Clark has a chance to really put the gas down and the pedal all the way through the floorboard, I don't think that – and then both teams, you know, they don't want to injure – one another because they respect each other so much on a personal sense. Bill Clark wants to see his guy at Jacksonville state succeed and get that FCS championship. You know, they, they just barely missed it last year. They had a really good spring season. So look, they're not looking to derail or, you know, defunct like any component of these football teams. You don't want to demoralize your opponent, especially if they're close friends. Like I know it might be a little, participation trophy sounding of me and like millennial or snowflake or what have you. But I, what I've seen from Bill Clark as a coach, what I've heard in his interviews, you can tell the way a certain person is, you know, like he's not, he's not going to embarrass his alma mater, you know? So I, that's the reason why I really like the under also. And I think a lot of guys are going to get some looks. Um, I just think it's going to be a modest, uh, hard-fought game. I think both coaches are okay with their defenses battling it out, and they just want to make sure their quarterbacks don't turn the ball over. They both have strong kickers, so 50-yard field goals on both sides are very possible. We may not see a lot of you know, pressing fourth-down attempts, fourth-and-threes at the 47 or whatever. You know, they, they, special teams – are phenomenal for both schools and well-coached. So I believe that they're going to take the minimalistic approach. And with, with that total, like I said, it's, it's something that's speaking to me. Um, I just want to point out Fish McWilliams because that name is phenomenal. Uh, so the brother of Fish McWilliams, his name is Mac. 
McWilliams, and he plays um, in the back end while Fish plays up on the defensive line. But there's an LSU transfer, Justin Thomas, um, on this defense as well for the Blazers. Uh, Jacksonville State's defense, I want to talk about Umstead Sanders. He started every game last year. Um, So, yeah, 39 tackles, five and a half for loss. Um, DJ Coleman, keep an eye out for that, gentlemen. Uh, They return lots of starters, like I said. I mean, there are a lot of starters for both of these teams. A lot of depth, a lot of depth. Linebackers, like I said, we got all-conference. Chris Mole, that's who I was trying to think of earlier. I said Moultrie. Uh, Okay, so that's where I was messing up. Moultrie's the defensive lineman, interior lineman. There's no way a D-tackle's playing safety (laughs) or moving that much in the formation. That'd be crazy. 300-pound dude out there playing deep. Uh, UAB all-conference linebacker Chris Mole. They've got him in a secondary slot, but they also got Noah Wilder returning and Deshaun Oliver making a uh, huge jump. I want to talk about Wilder. Uh, He's been here for a while. Uh, and he's got some really good success with Bill Clark. He, he knows the system. He's, he's Bill Clark's guy out there on defense. Um, there's quality depth for this team. Uh, and if there's anything that Bill Clark does, it's the fact that he's able to coach up his defensive guys. And real quickly, just want to talk about the defensive coordinator for the uh, Blazers. They've got some really good – you know, continuity in place with fifth year David Reeves. He was UAB's D line coach in 2014. And also one of the Jacksonville State guys that came over with Bill Clark. He was the Jacksonville State defensive line coach in 2013. And then we look at the special teams coordinator, Heath Thomas. He's in his second year here. So look, there's just a really good group of coaches that are put together around these players. UAB is going to have a phenomenal season. Like I said, if you want to listen back to that preview show with Evan, I would highly suggest it. A little more depth and breakdowns on them specifically. Talked a bit through their schedule. But we also reference this game as one to not sneak a past. Um, last year, the Blazers didn't allow a 200-yard passer once. Um, well, let's see. Okay, I, yeah, that was grammared weird. Uh, Louisiana Tech passed for 332 yards using two separate quarterbacks. So technically they allowed over 200 yards passing to a team, but like as far as one passer goes, they didn't. So they finished seventh last year in total defense, 311.1 yards per game, passing yards allowed 173.2. Now last year, I've not referenced a lot to it for teams and all that good stuff, just for the fact that it was the COVID year. Teams were in and out. Things were so weird, non-con schedules, the players that were playing, so the prep, all that good stuff. So um, you'll hear me pull some stuff in if it's relevant, but I don't really like to use last year as my sample size. 19 is usually the best look because that's the team's like most recent grouping of everything together. And uh, teams that are returning a lot of folks from 19, I think are going to have a lot better seasons this year, so... TD Marshall, potential all-conference selection this season in the secondary. Look for him. Starling Thomas, the fifth, he returns. He was a starter last year, but he missed all of last year with a knee injury. 
And then redshirt freshman, Mac McWilliams, like I said, brother of fish, a uh, young guy that offers some really good pass breakup potential. I really love the combination of talent here at the secondary spot. This is going to be, this is going to be an aggressive secondary. You're going to see some great plays. You're going to see strips. You're going to see just hard hits and good timing on the ball. You're going to see great zone coverage, aggressive man defense. This secondary, they got a chance to have a couple six rounders go in the NFL draft. uh, And that's speaking lightly. Um, You've got Dijon Turner also. Damon Miller are going to be in the free safety position switching out. Will Bowler, and I talked about Maul. Mole potential first-team All-American. Uh, and then, look, Jacksonville State, they returned their three cornerbacks with starting experience. George Steele, Yul Gowdy, and Malik Feaster. And then additionally, they got their safety starters back, Jeremiah Harris and Nicario Harper. And then, look, this past defense, uh, 190.4 yards per game through the air last year. And this is a team last year, I took the spread – I took the points when they played Florida State, and it was an easy cover. I think they actually won that game outright. So I remember doing that show and saying that I would not be shocked if Florida State shot the bed and uh, down their leg and let Jacksonville State beat them. And I think that's what happened. I want to fact check that. I know the spread at least covered, but I feel like Jackson. it was like a 16-10 game, 19-16, something like that. No one scored 20 points. Um, I talked about special teams and I think it's going to be, look, yards are going to be a premium tonight. Um, Matt Quinn is phenomenal for UAB. Alan Karajic for Jacksonville state. Uh, so yeah, I mean, not much you want to say or have a deep dive on special teams, but this is a game that's going to be hard fought. Like I already said. And net yardage over 40 for both punters, uh, 41 to be specifically, 41.5 for UAB's punter, uh, Kyle Greenwell. And then for the punter of Jacksonville State, Jack Dawson, 41.8. So lots of uh, kickoffs going for touchbacks, um, strong legs, strong legs, good coaching on the special teams. And that's going to be important for that total, in my opinion. Um, because, you know, both these teams, it's got Bill Clark DNA all over and Bill Clark loves playing nitty gritty and making sure that his punters can hit coffin corners and pin guys deep. He's not, he's not going to have any qualms with punting on his side of the 50, um, with that defense in play, especially. So I think we're going to see a lot of that tonight. So Jacksonville state, like I said, not a pushover. So I think the depth for both teams is phenomenal. The talent gap's not that um, large. Tyler Johnston, the third for UAB, is going to be key. He missed last year, uh, but the two starters behind him got some good starting experience, both of them going three and two in their starts to help the team win another conference championship. Um, Tyler Johnston, the third. The backfield, they've got Dwayne McBride. They lost Spencer Brown from last year, the team's all-time leading rusher. Phenomenal freak. Got the run game churning last year. This is a team that ran for 200 yards on the ground every game last year. That was their average. Um, 
offensive lines for both teams are going to be big hog mollies and they all return their starters. So, I mean, this is, if, if you want a good standalone Wednesday night game, this is it. You know, this is a great introduction to college football. UAB, their program was in the ashes about a few years ago and we, they didn't have a team. So this is great. Jacksonville state. I think we could see come up from the FCS to the FBS within the next couple of years. They definitely could contend in like the Sun Belt. They could get in there and take Texas State's place. Or if uh, one of the Conference USA teams decide to drop down or whatever. I mean, they're definitely a better FBS team for college football than Connecticut, than UMass. Uh, they could, you know, come in and maybe go independent. Them and Liberty and the independents, which Liberty, I think, goes into a conference here soon. But now I'm rambling. Uh, let me talk about a couple of different games on this weekend's card that I'm hawkeying on. And we can go from there. Um, I'm thinking Thursday is where I'll stick because it's going to be most soon. Um, so I'm looking at Thursday. We got the Temple Rutgers game. It's really not doing anything for me right away. The total's at 52.5. It was at 48.5, so I might swing back the other way with the total, go under on that. Temple's defense is going to play you good. Um, I still got some deep scrubs to do on Temple and Rutgers. Uh, The Western Illinois FCS school going up against Ball State. Ball State, 25.5. Look, I think Ball State could be at the top of the MAC at the end of the season. So I think this is a good place for them. When the first line... First half line opens, I definitely want to jump on that and look and see where it's going to land. Uh, Long Island University against FIU. FIU, look, they're a 34.5-point favorite. I may, just for fun, roll a little play on that, like a little $5, $10 bet, just just to have like a little play on it uh, for FIU to cover um, because I think their run game is going to be very dominant. And right now the over is 50 and a half. I'm not sure about that total, but I think FIU would be a fun little look there. Coastal Carolina, the Chanticleers, baby. Teal Cox. I love this team and it's going to be them, Luel, uh, ULL Lafayette, you know, the Raging Cajuns and Appalachian State at the top of the Sun Belt. And it's going to be those three uh, cannons blasting at each other and Somehow someone's going to come out on top and it's going to be crazy. Coastal Carolina returning so much from last year. They're going against Citadel. Um, 35 and a half right now. Look, I'm again, I'm probably looking to play the first half. I'm doing a lot of these first half looks with teams that are probably going to dominate because of the chance of pulling starters. Um, and then, you know, a lot of these teams are talented at the two deep, you know, all the way through. So full game would be safe still. Sure. But, Minimizing risk and volatility is always important to me. Coastal Carolina first half, you know, 17, 18 points. They could do it. They could be up 21-0, 35-0 at the half. Um, their defense is that good. They, that linebacking core is phenomenal. Wagner, Buffalo, I'm probably not going to be touching this one because Buffalo lost their coach. They lost like nine or ten guys that followed him to Kansas. Wagner, I don't know a bunch about. And Buffalo probably obviously wins this game drastically, but the spread's 48 and a half. I, I'm good on that. So 
Uh, Boise State, UCF, the game of the night on Thursday, I would say. I mean, ECU and App State's pretty exciting as well. But look, Boise State's getting five points going out to Central Florida. Gus Malzahn's going to be making his coaching debut in the Florida college scene. And Boise State, I think they outright win this game. I saw this as something that I wanted to target very early on. I think that they do a little bit better on the defensive side of the ball. I think UCF still relies too much on the offense and that wow factor. Boise State can match the offense, and I need to do my digs and my write-ups on this, but first looks, I've got, look, I'm picking Boise State. I've got it already picked on tally site. They're plus plus 190 now on the money line. They're almost a $2 underdog. So I would say, because I think it's going to come back the other way, you know? Like it opened at four, it's up to five and a half, plus five and a half in some spots. The steam is rising, but I think it's going to come back down eventually. Uh, So I would say maybe get your fives, your five and a half. If it hits six, snag those immediately because that's a key round number. So I don't think UCF wins this game. I don't. I think Boise State handles business. UC Davis, Tulsa. Um, This is going to be crazy. This is going to be good. UC Davis. Um, a lot of coordinators in the FBS ranks right now come from this school, offensively um, speaking. A lot of creative schemes, a lot of different positions that they put their guys in. I'm interested to see just kind of UC Davis playing against Tulsa. I mean, Tulsa's got that great defense. They lost Zayvon Collins to the NFL last year, but he actually wasn't their leading tackler. He, you know, they had like three guys in front of him that had more tackles for loss. They're an aggressive defense looking to see how Tulsa handles business there. I know I was going to talk about like one or two, but I figured I'd do a light brushing on Thursday just to kind of get your peepers open. Um, Houston Baptist, New Mexico. We don't, we don't need to talk about that one. USF, NC state. I'm good. Weber state, Utah. I'm good. ECU app state probably going to feature something in the wager pass on that. So uh, lay off that one. Ohio State, Minnesota. I'm not. I'm not enthused. I'm sorry. If you're a Big Ten person, I offended you. Then I, I guess that's the way the cookie crumbles. But Bowling Green State at Tennessee. I'm looking at maybe looking to take the 35 and a half with Bowling Green. Their offense, I think, is going to be able to get rolling a little bit more this year. Western Kentucky, UT Martin. Western Kentucky is featuring a fresh crop of offensive players that all came in mostly from Houston Baptist. Bailey Zappa, they got a phenomenal guy in him. Their offensive coordinator comes over from Houston Baptist as well. And if you aren't familiar with Houston Baptist, look up their offensive numbers from the last few years, kind of what they've incorporated with scheme. Uh, It's like a miniature Sean McVay with the Rams offense. Their offense is crazy. I love it. Um, Western Kentucky is going to be hard to beat this year. They've got that solid defense, but then they've also got this under-the-radar offense that people aren't really paying attention to um fish line right here that i really like eastern washington going against unlv unlv may not win a game this year and if they do it'll probably be against eastern washington but there's still a chance they lose this game eastern washington they produced cooper cup this is another team just like that um houston baptist team i was just talking about kind of like the smaller schools that are very potent and strong with their offensive scheme Look, this game opened as a pick. Eastern Washington against an FBS school in the Mountain West Conference, they opened as a pick, and it, for some reason, steamed all the way up to plus, I think it got all the way to eight and a half. Now it's back down to six and a half. 
Six and a half is still getting the shade of minus 115. Get you an Eastern Washington ticket. They might win this game. I say that they probably could. And a half unit, look, they're only plus, look, it's plus 250 on the money line. You can get that at BetMGM. Uh, BetMGM, yeah, plus 250 still. That is crazy because my, uh, let's see, Fox Bet's offering plus 150. Uh, the consensus is plus 192, plus 145 at Sugar House and AA8 Sport. Get you an Eastern Washington ticket. Take you a half unit, put it on that plus 250 if you can get on to bet MGM. Eastern Washington, the spread and the money line. I like it a lot. Love it. Um, okay, okay. Yeah, that'll do Thursday's card. So there's a light brushing on Thursday. I broke down um, tonight's game on UAB Jacksonville State. No MLB today. Um, we're going to get the wager pass and free play going. Been a little crazy in the household, so we appreciate your patience. I know that we didn't get one out yesterday. Free play article went, and uh, hey, we'll see you on the next one. As always, I am sending you all of my good vibes and all of my good energies. Make sure to go out there, be kind, be safe, do something nice for someone if you can. And If you need something positive to happen for you, I hope it happens and I'm sure it will. So keep that in mind and make sure to use those promo codes. Make sure to visit hoop-ball.com. Follow my guys, my roster over at Hoop Ball Gaming. Fantasy basketball is right around the corner. So if you're looking to dip your toe in it, I would definitely say start with us. Uh, We have some really great award-winning rankings and transparent uh, tools. So Get in, get inundated. We'd love to have you in the Discord servers. We cash a lot of plus 500 tickets there. Uh, It's a lot of extra stuff. So it's where the wizard and the curtain kind of meet. So promo codes, my thank yous. I'm Devin Ellington at D-A-L-E-007 on Twitter. And this was Today in Sports Betting. Today in Sports Betting is out. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.